Are rent-to-own homes a good deal? I'm Aaron Hall, a business attorney in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You might be wondering about rent-to-own homes. Are they a good deal? Should you, as a tenant, do it? Should you, as a landlord, offer rent-to-own? Let's talk about those issues today. Again, I'm Aaron Hall. I'm an attorney representing business owners in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You can learn more about me at AaronHall.com. All right, let's set it up. Imagine you're a tenant and you see a couple different offers out there. Two apartments, or let's say townhomes, two townhomes that you like. One is $1,000 a month. The other one's $1,000 a month. But one of them has a rent-to-own option. Wow, wouldn't that be cool? Doesn't that sound great? You can rent for a number of years and then you'll be getting a credit with your rent payments to now own the home. Sounds like a great deal. But unfortunately, often the devil's in the details. Let's talk about how this works and then I'll explain where the problems arise. Let's say you're paying $1,000 a month and under the rent to own agreement, $100 per month is applied to the purchase price should you decide to buy it in the future. All right, so let's keep the math simple. You rent for 10 years. That is uh, 120 months. If you apply $100 per month, that's $12,000. So by paying $1,000 a month for 10 years, with $100 each month applied to the purchase option, then after 10 years, you have $12,000 set aside as applied to the purchase option. Sounds like a good deal. You feel like, you know what, it may not be as good as building equity in your own home, but it feels a little bit like it's that same approach. Here's the problem. Usually in a rent to own arrangement, the seller or the homeowner doesn't have to sell at any point. You simply have the option to buy if the seller decides to sell. So that's the first issue. The seller can decide or the, the homeowner can decide whether to sell and when. Second, and here's the bigger problem, the homeowner can decide what price to sell at. Okay, so hypothetically, let's just say this home that you've been renting is a, worth $100,000 in the market. What's to stop the homeowner from deciding to sell it for $110,000? So, nothing, first off, that's very typical. So let's say the homeowner comes in at $110,000, but you get that $12,000 credit Thus, you're able to buy the home at $98,000. You're still saving $2,000 in this hypothetical, but it's not saving the $12,000 that you thought. And that's where the problem is. The homeowner can decide to sell the home at whatever price point they want, typically with how these are set up. And so in a rent-to-own arrangement, even though you have $100 applying to the purchase price, if the homeowner can control the purchase price, what good is it? The homeowner could say, oh, 
the home is going to sell for $112,000. And now you have to decide, do I want to pay $112,000? And after your $12,000 credit, you're actually just paying $100,000, which is the fair market value of the home. So you can see the games that are played. And that's why, in my mind, rent to own is kind of a gimmick that is used by homeowners or rental management companies to try to get tenants who don't understand the issues that you now know because you watch this video, trying to get them hooked, trying to get, this is a, a, a trick to get people to say, oh, I like that rent to own option. I would like the option of maybe owning someday. When in reality, it's virtually meaningless. So as the old Latin phrase is caveat emptor, buyer beware. And in this case, tenant beware. Uh, rent to own agreements, they can be written all different ways, but this is the type that I've seen. This type isn't good. Now, maybe you can have an agreement regarding what the value of the home is or that how it's going to be appraised, and then you get credit. That at least takes away the issue of the homeowner inflating the price to offset the credits that you're owed. So, that answers the question of whether it's a good deal for tenants. I'd say the majority of rent-to-own agreements I've seen are not a good deal, but it doesn't mean all of them are a bad deal. What about for homeowners? Is it a good idea to do this? Well, for the most part, there's no harm with homeowners. If you offer a rent-to-own arrangement like this, you've reserved all the power. First off, you can decide whether to sell or not. And then second, when you do sell, you can set the price. So at the end of the day, you've reserved most of the bargaining leverage. The only real question is, is there significant value in offering a rent-to-own option to prospective tenants? In other words, are you more likely to find some tenants if you offer this? Now, some ten tenants may not care about it, but with other tenants, like with the hypothetical we talked about, it could be that as they're weighing different options, this rent to own option is significant and is the factor that causes them to decide, yeah, I do want to, uh, I do want to rent this home because I want the ability to own it someday in the future. Currently, rent to own is permitted in Minnesota as long as it is not a violation of the usury laws. Usury laws are statutes that say you can't charge over a certain interest rate to people. And so you have to look at the effective interest rate with a rent to own contract and just make sure that it isn't going to implicate the Minnesota usury laws. So here we are in 2020, as of the date of this recording, uh, rent-to-own agreements for homes in Minnesota are legal. I'm Aaron Hall, a business attorney in Minneapolis. If you have questions about this, feel free to leave them in the comments section below. Also, in the description below is an important disclaimer and also a link to other resources on AaronHall.com. And if you're interested in other educational videos like this, feel free to subscribe to this channel.